<laughs> we'll call the regular uh, town council meeting of July 22nd to order at uh, uh, 503 um, in a usual method according to the mayor. And uh, you have the agenda in front of you. And are there any additions or deletions to the agenda, Mr. Parker? There are. Uh, we have addition number one that are 10.2 uh, uh, tickets to the um, RCMP musical ride under 8.3 um it'll be point number seven or eight uh, sorry under 8.7 it'll be a request for uh, uh matters uh for expert solar grant application that's just a letter and then um under the third one is under 7.1 icf council appointments and I would suggest uh, the presentation Sugar Tree uh, Sugar Plum Tree Daycare will not be here for the presentation, but they did send in a letter of request, an email of request. If we just move that to number eight on new business. Announcing participants. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Can you hear me? Yeah. You, you and Joanna are on the phones from Never Never Land. Hello, Joanna. <laughs> okay, would, would someone like to move the approval of the amended agenda? I can do that. Mr. Needham, thank you. All those in favor? Great. And in favor? Mr. Mayor? Are you in favor? Great. Thank you. Okay, next item three minutes of the July 8th regular council meeting. Did anyone have a chance to uh, note any changes or amendments there? I'll move them as presented. Okay, Mr. Good is moving as uh, presented. All those in favor? In favor. All those in favor? I guess everyone's in favor. Good. In favor. In favor. Thank you. Uh, public hearings, uh, Mr. Parker? Uh, there are none. Participant exiting. Johanna. Battery went dead. Are you just muting or are you exiting, Joanna? That's when you hang up. Um, I'm still here, so. Okay. Uh, well, Joanna will be coming back in, I'm sure. Presentations, uh, we have none. We moved yes, that, that's been moved down to a, as a new business request. Okay, bylaws. Participant. There are none. Sorry about that. Great. Game. I uh, I hung up. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're, we're now on um, section seven, unfinished business, and I believe we have a item that was added here. That is correct. That is the uh, request for uh, solar um, subject matter. Oh, sorry. Oh. Councilor appointments. Councilor appointments. Councilor appointments. Sorry. Uh, ICF committees. No. Yes. Okay. So, um, just to formally um, or formalize the appointments to the various ICF committees, um, I believe we had for MD of Peace, uh, Mr. Scammerhorn, with alternate. Might be myself, or it might be Mr. Ford. I think the primary. From the, the primary is, is Mr. Scammerhorn. 
Yeah, and two, two. So if I get hit by a bus, are you going to go and say yes, I will? Okay, Mr. Ford will be the alternate. Okay, the mayor is on that one as well. <coughs> For County Northern Sunrise, we have the mayor, uh, Councillor Downing, and Councillor Manzer with alternate. Uh, Councillor Needham. Okay. And for County of Northern Lights, we have um, the Mayor, we have Councillor Good, Councillor Needham, and alternate Councillor Scammerhorn. And we would need a motion to uh, ratify those appointments formally. Mr. Scammerhorn, thank you. All those in favor? Good. In favor. Great, thank you. Okay, onwards to new business. Um, we're going to move uh, number one, the audit um, document and discussion to later on here in the same section, but just later. Um, number two is the briefing note for the operating variance report to June 30th, 2019. And we have Mr. Schramm coming up to tell us all. Good evening, Council. Uh, I have before you, before you a briefing note regarding the uh, operating variance report as of June 30th. As you will look and see, it is in the same format as what we've been presenting for the last two or three uh, reports. Uh, expenses are categorized um, into more manageable blocks. Um, as I went through the variance report, I only noted variances that were large or um, items that were being uh, proceeded with. <coughs> Excuse me, only, only the large ones were mentioned or noted. Most of the large ones that are on the report are due to timing. So through six months of the year, the, gen uh, the town's general operation is projecting a deficit of 40000 which is due to revenue and expenditure, expenditures variance identified below. <coughs> uh, the variance is um, an unfavorable variance at this time um, because of uh, additional materials that needed to be purchased at the airport. Uh, these materials were for um, de-icing and there was a lot of unexpected freezing rain at the beginning of the year. So those materials will have to be replaced. Um, as far as what water and wastewater operations are concerned, um, we currently are projecting a $90,400 uh, deficit. And this is due to the um, additional repair work and paving that needs to be done um, on the sewer line repair at 98th Street. Um, hopefully, as the year progresses, we'll be able to um, mitigate that to a smaller amount based on our director of engineering ability to uh, save, save some money. Okay. Um, does anyone have questions of uh, Mr. Schramm? Um, I wanted to say Scamward. <laughs> Mr. Schramm on uh, the operating variance report from June 30th. The details are in the uh, agenda package as well. Yeah, I have a question. So the airport uh, variance 
that uh, that is taken out of the airport operational budget? Correct. He okay. said he said yes. Any other um, questions, discussion from council? Would someone like to move the, sorry, Mr. Turkey? Uh, sure. Uh, so was there a variance for the water treatment pack? Typical costs for water treatment? So within the water wastewater expenditures, as uh, Mr. Schramm stated, that uh, we're looking about a $90,000 deficit, but we're trying to make up probably about uh, 40,000, 50,000 of that uh, with a reduction in uh, our chemical usage that uh, we're down this year uh, by about that amount uh, due to spring runoff not being as heavy. Uh, this year and uh, we've had actually a pretty good summer. We're down to 50 NTU uh, today on uh, the siltation rates for the raw water intake, which is uh, allowing us not to use as many uh, chemicals in uh, processing our uh, raw water. Okay. Okay, any other questions from Council? Would someone like to move the acceptance of the operational variance report to June 30th? Mr. Good, all those in favor? In favor. Thank you. Uh, next on the agenda, Mr. Schramm, the capital variance report. Council, this uh, capital variance report covers to the period ending June 30th, 2019. It's presented in uh, three parts as we started to do the last time. Current capital projects, phased or multi-year capital projects, and then previous capital projects. Um, right now, um, this report shows all the expenditures to date. Uh, there may be some timing issues uh, as invoices come in. Uh, the directors, or at least one of the directors is here to answer any questions you may have uh, regarding the capital projects, or I might be able to shed some light on some So any questions of this report? Mr. McQuaig is here as well. So do you think that we're going to find some cost uh, variances if uh, this fall and winter with the, offer, with the operation of the new ice plant? I get the impression that it's much, much more energy efficient. That's correct. Uh, we should be seeing uh, some significant operational efficiencies compared to the uh, the old Baytex Arena. Uh, definitely uh, in the operation of the ACE plant, uh, there's a much safer operation and much more efficient operation. Uh, so we'll definitely be seeing operational efficiencies uh, through that. Uh, we'll probably have to take a year of operation of that facility just to identify the magnitude of the efficiencies that we're going to see uh, within that facility compared to the old arena. 
the uh, what the positive variance might be. Or was that sort of already built into the budget for the last four to six months of the year for the new rec? Well, basically for the last uh, four to six months, basically we just kind of carried forward the operation of the old arena forward. And then, uh, so there will be probably some positive variances as we move forward uh, into the new facility uh, that uh, we'll see by the end of the year. So hopefully we'll end up with a positive amount. To the degree of uh, variance I couldn't speak to today, I could probably work up a number for the next meeting. <coughs> Just a, <coughs> excuse me. So the 2019 operational expenses for the new multiplex were not built on a, a cost savings versus the old building to the new building because the new structure in terms of its footprint is over double the size of your existing footprint. So any cost savings and efficiencies from the ice plant because of its over, um, literally we're running the ice plant twice as much as we should have been those cost savings in terms of efficiencies of the new facility are built into the operational expenses that are budgeted budgeted for in the new uh structure so i i would not anticipate any overall variance difference from the budgeted amount um that's in the existing 2019 budget yeah. Although the price of natural gas is down at a dollar fifty per gigajoule, yeah. and if, uh, and I'm not sure, frankly, QBC government knock off the carbon tax, so you won't have to quite pay that one That's either, true. right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Absolutely, I would agree with that statement. There might be some savings uh, with the now that we are not paying the carbon tax, or will be not paying carbon tax. Um, we'll see, though. We'll see where our power bill comes in, where one goes down. Um, honestly, I find the other one sort of creeps up on us, so it ends up sort of neutralizing each other. But overall, you're going to need a okay. good year to kind of yeah. see that where that efficiency is yeah. end up to do a real fair comparison between the two. Well, any other questions? <laughs> Would someone like to move the acceptance of the capital variance report to June 30th? Mr. Ford, all those in favor? In favor. Thank you, it's carried. Next item on our agenda is the uh, request for a decision with respect to the updates to workplace violence prevention policy and the re respectful workplace policy thank you very much uh, madam chair and uh, uh council what we have before you is uh two policies now uh, we did pass these policies in 2016 um however in 2018 when we did our uh internal health and safety audit um in the fall what we found is we found there's a couple of uh, segments of these policies that need to be updated in order to meet the requirements uh, for our occupational health and safety legislation and audit requirements. Um, so uh, HR has been working on those changes. So 
the two um, policies are before you with the changes. In one policy, it's just one line that has changed. In the other one, there's quite a few uh, lines, but it's to meet, again, the legislation and our occupational health and safety uh, uh, audit there. So in the first one, uh, it's just uh, this policy is not intended to discourage an employee from exercising their rights under governing legislation. That's uh, the only line that's been added. And that would be under the respectful workplace policy. And under the other policy, it's uh, the workplace violence prevention policy. It's uh, We've added uh, a couple of definitions, uh, some examples, um, uh, and then just, again, that same line, the policy not intended to discourage employees from exercising their rights. Um, the issue under weapons, uh, no one's allowed to have weapons unless permitted by the CAO for legitimate work purposes. <laughs> that is uh, for the museum, mainly, because they, they do have weapons that are in the museum. Uh, old rifles and, it's arms, and, it's and all that kind of stuff. And, and the peace officer also carries technically the weapons, uh, um, baton and uh, O2 starter spray. Um, and then the procedures for the uh, concerns um, that basically have been adjusted slightly again to meet the requirements under Section 7. And Section 8, the procedure for the respondent, that has been adjusted again also to meet the requirements. And then under Section 9, Procedures for supervisors and human resources for what we're supposed to be doing has been adjusted. So what we'd be looking for is two separate um, motions of approving um, the, the policy. So one for the workplace violence and then one for the uh, respectful uh, uh, workplace policy. I have a question on the workplace violence prevention policy. Um, section 10 says false complaints. Um, just a question. So if somebody makes a, a complaint, it's in bad faith, is that kept on their record someplace? Or? Uh, yes, and um, however, also if an investigation results in the finding of a false accused um, of another conduct, it depends how serious the bad faith is, how serious the discipline will be. Discipline could include up to and including dismissal. So, so there's a, the re, if I make a bad faith complaint, is that noted on my record forever? It would be. So I, I was just wondering the difference between 9.8 where if you make a complaint in good faith, no documentation is placed on your, that is your file. But if, so I wasn't sure what happened if you made one in bad faith. Oh yeah, it's definitely. So do we need to note that then, or is I, that? No, because what happens, that just follows our normal um, uh, procedure for discipline. Okay. So that's what the appropriate sanctions line kind of captures. Goes into that, okay. Um, counselors, questions on either policy, I guess? Uh, I have a question. So, uh, Mr. Parker, what protections are built into the uh, to the policy to protect the mayor from impudent counselors and irate citizens? Uh, yeah, there it is. It's called a telephone. Can, can I dismiss impudent counselors and banish irate citizens? 
Uh, only with a majority <laughs> vote of council. From what I yeah, go to your code of conduct for councillors. It's too bad about the citizens. You just have to uh, deal with them and move forward. Okay. We, we, we actually do use okay. this. Uh, we do use this with citizens. There's harassment. So we, you know, and, and the harassment policies, we do say that we're non-tolerant. Mm -hmm. Any other questions, Mr. Mayor or councillors? I'll move the no. first policy of the two there, the uh, respectful workplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respectful workplace policy moved for adoption by Mr. Scamahorn. Any other discussions on that one? All those in favor? Yes. In favor. In favor. Great, thanks. It's carried. Uh, anyone for the workplace violence prevention Your policy? Your Worship, I can put a motion on the floor for first uh, for uh, for the for the workplace uh, violence prevention policy for uh, council approval. Okay, thank you, Mr. Needham. Um, any other discussion on that one? All those in favor? In favor. Great, thank you. It's carried. We're now we're now on to the. Um, uh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, number five, a briefing note on the Peace River Reception Center. Ms. Bell is coming forward. Your Deputy Worship? Uh, Madam. We're carrying uh, on. Madam Mayor. Madam Deputy Mayor? We didn't have this pre-discussion around them yet. Oh, I promoted you. The report before council this evening is in regards to uh, <clears throat> further information around the reception center. Um, a council requested a more detailed report around specifically some of the statistics, staff time, um, further information around the reception center and um, some of the stats that were missing in previous reports. So we provided with council with a little more detailed uh, focused report around hours of operation, staff time. Um, we actually broke out the hours by day. In addition, we provided some detail around the hours by organization gives you an idea of uh, the various different organizations that were also involved in this activation and their contribution of time. Um, just a note on that, these are based on our sign-in, sign-out sheets, so we may have had some staff that didn't sign in. I was one of the worst at actually doing it. Um, I'd have to go back and, and sign in afterwards. It also doesn't include time such as the park staff came and cleaned the facility every single day and we noticed after we were all done and we were doing our stats that we didn't actually have them sign in and sign out so we don't have a documentation of their exact amount of time but that was a minimum two staff each day i'm going to estimate around an hour at least per per day so there is actually probably more time than we have formally documented here um, in addition, we had public works drop off sandbags and um, unload water bottles for us. So there's again, a little bit of undocumented time. Um, 
we provide you a little bit more around the actual costs, the financial impact um, to the town initially is we're up to six hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars, seven hundred and ten and a penny. Um, these are of July fourth, so there were some outstanding invoices, not too many more um, that had not been accounted for within this amount. The good news story is that we recently received direction to bill the province one invoice directly. <laughs> As opposed to the previous direction, which was invoice each and every community that we had provided service to. So that would have been nine different communities that we would have had to develop some sort of <coughs> rationale behind how we were splitting out all of our staff time and all of the costs by community which would have been a bit of a challenge some of the direct costs such as hotel and food were very easy because they were would have been based by the individual and we have their community their home community name um, but some of the other components would have been a little more challenging but the good news is now we can we've already sent a pre um, heads up invoice to the province of these numbers and we'll be sending them a final invoice within the, the next couple of weeks once we have absolutely every single item accounted for. Well, it was a lot of work and a lot of time. It's a lot of money too. Yeah. Um, so the, the uh, accommodations <laughs> for the hotels, these statistics would likely be pretty accurate for them or you think there's still more accommodation no. receipts to be paid? Done. They've right. all been paid, if not in the last week or yeah. this week. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money for extras. Mr. Yes. Good? I'm wondering if it would be appropriate to write the province a thank you letter, and I'm serious about that. They could have left the recommendation as it was, um, and I think it's an ex whoever was on the other end of that deserves commentation for uh, real common sense and for for doing something that saved us a, a large amount of book work and time and effort in supporting other people, you know, our fellow citizens throughout the province. So I'd like to see, if it's possible, a letter to the government thanking them for that. Would you I'll make, make a motion, a motion to, would you, would you wait until the check is in our hands as well, or would you do that ahead of time as a heads up, it's a good plan? I think the policy speaks for itself, if that's the policy, yeah, regardless of the amount of money, I think the policy is a good So one. anytime? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Mr. Good has made a motion that uh, the town would uh, send a letter to the provincial government thanking them for their change in policy whereby the town could build the province directly rather than all seven or so communities. It's a significant accommodation. Yeah, lots of time and money. Mm -hmm. um, all those in favor of that motion? Okay, in favor of that? In favor. Great. Any other um, uh, comments, questions on this report? What's been that minister Just right here? Here, I'd like to comment on how much I appreciate the effort that went into this. Thank you, Tanya. I know it was really me that said, where is this? And um, you did a great job, and uh, as always. Um, but I think it was really important that we captured this information in our, in our meeting minutes. And 
it really does put the spotlight on how much time was spent in the month of May and the beginning of June. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I know it's um, it could be more extra work, but is it commonplace to um, sort of thank the the staff and the volunteers with some sort of um, I don't know yeah. get together hot dog day or something? We have one in the planning works. Okay. Yeah, yeah for later August. Pardon me? Where we've got a, a, a debriefing session planned and that evening we're also planning a, uh, a thank you barbecue event for staff. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other questions, comments on this one? Mr. Needham? I'm just, uh, just curious. Uh, and I'm not looking for anything here, but uh, the town of high level is certainly the bigger municipality out of the list. Is there any value in sharing this briefing note with? The mayor up there would 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 I guess there's a rhetorical question. Would the high level town council be interested in this report? I I, sure. I just wondering if maybe it'd be worthwhile sending it to them. Just say uh, here's our report and uh, do what you will with it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure they're busy with lots of other other items. I mean they were evacuated, but um, I think it speaks to some regional support. So yeah. just an idea. I I'm not going to put a motion on the floor, but. Maybe it's something administratively we can send it out. Yeah, absolutely. So, would you just suggest a high level or any and all? Or? I, you know, we we certainly I see there's a Métis settlement on there, and then a number of First Nations. So I don't know what the proper protocol would be if administration can sort that out. Um, you know, you know, fearless and trout, of course, would be. Uh, one First Nation, and I think the rest of them are all in the high-level country of Byron. And the County of Northern Lights, I'm not sure what we would do there, whether those are... Um, it was specifically the county that activated for some of their hamlets, right. so right. we could send it to the county. Sure. Bushy River is the um, is a First Nation also, sure. so we can send it to them directly. They well, that, that's fine. I, I yeah. just, I just Absolutely. highlighted that the, because of the population yeah. is a high level, but if, yeah. Uh, it might uh, it might uh, it might be helpful for their records as well. Absolutely. Anything else, uh, councillors, mayor? No. Okay. Well, thank you, um, community services department, for all your work. And I know Tanya, you had mentioned that um, basically in Peace River, all community services staff are basically trained to. Yeah. Panelists, whereas in other areas they would have just uh, one SCS yeah. or one yeah. or two people trained. So it certainly stood us in good stead, I guess, this time. Eh? Boy, did it ever. Mm -hmm. It's a policy that we'll maintain for training all of our staff up to the same level or a similar level. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll continue to do so. It worked. And other administration staff that I'm just going to steal because that's what I did last time. <laughs> Well, thank you uh, all town staff for all the work that you did there. And uh, I know that uh, some who weren't at the rec center, or the, rec the evacuation center were doing their extra coverage uh, on the home front in their offices, etc. So thank you to everyone. Thank you. Would someone like to move the acceptance of the uh, briefing note for the reception center? Mr. Needham? All those in favor? In favor. Great, thank you.
Okay, now we have the Peace Regional Recreation Center construction update. We must be getting to the end of oh, these. We're so close. We are so close. Oh, it's, it's awful cold in there right now. I can Is tell it? you that. Yeah. 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 Utilities are working. Yeah, ice plant was started on Thursday. So, um, which when I tell people that, they <coughs> kind of do. They do, oh, already? So, yeah, we are moving along. We are significantly close to the very. Just looking to push it so over the finish line. So close. Yeah, and as Jim has said to me repeatedly, it's that last 10% is sort of the, the almost the longest bit. Yeah. It seems to just take a little bit more energy, um, but we really are very close. If you came into the facility at any point right now, you would think that we could get going completely. There's a couple of little things left. There's a little bit of tile work on a floor that uh, they were shorted some tiles. There's lights to be installed in a community, the community rooms is the only room that doesn't have their lighting installed yet. Um, there's a few pieces like that that are outstanding. Um, a significant amount of commissioning work was done last week and ongoing this week. Um, again, the ice plant was started last week. The, that side of the facility literally is feeling a little chillier. Um, uh, the kitchen company HESCO was in commissioning all the kitchen equipment last week also. Air handling units, boilers, all of that commissioning has been done. Staff are receiving training and we're looking at some fire panel verification this week. Tomorrow, yeah, literally tomorrow. Um, we're just waiting for, tell us. <laughs> so close. Um, in addition, there's been all sorts of other operational activities going on behind the scenes. Uh, field house allocation meeting. Um, I hate to say this, but we could have built two field houses. Um, Don't mention two of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we have so many requests for field house use that um, we're, we're very impressed. We're, we'll have a very build, busy facility. Um, we're trying to make sure we hold on to, to some time for our own programming and parent link programming, that kind of thing. Um, sponsorships and donations, we're up to $50,000 of direct donations. Um, we're also in discussions with another organization around another naming rights opportunity. SOMS GSD, unfortunately, that's a different report. <laughs> Operational planning, our fitness center operator has been on site, he's getting his plans in place, hiring his staff, was doing interviews next week or last week. Um, the concession operator, Kathy Diebold's been in as part of the, uh, not fire panel, the kitchen equipment commissioning. So learned about the equipment and is getting ready to get her operations up and going. Uh, we have the tender out for the outdoor rink boards. That's due back July 29th. Um, we have a plan of action for that. So we'll have that installed prior to uh, the snow flying. Knock on wood that it doesn't fly before the end of October because I like my summer. Um, we have filled our guest services coordinator with uh, Megan McLeod. She was the um, North Peace Gymnastics Club Manager. Sorry, gymnastics. She's wonderful. We're very excited. She's 
uh, doing training right now and we'll be getting our online booking and program software up and running. Uh, so she started with us about a week ago. Um, oh, I have a blank spot around storage. I'm not sure where I was going with that. I don't know what that was. It was a thought that apparently ended. Well, storage would just have to finish some interior fencing and storage areas. Yep. And then it would be ready to... For groups uh, to fill. For groups to fill. They've even commented the, uh, the fact that we have, oh, too much. Oh, they went, oh, this is more than we need. No. <laughs> and they really said that. Too much yeah, so, and someone quickly said, shh. <laughs> um, what else? We're Parent Links, uh, their equipment is actually physically in the building, all their boxes. They've actually been using council chambers for their operations right now until we receive occupancy and they can physically move in themselves. So again, we're that close. Uh, Jim did some uh, crunching on the costs of where we're at to date. I'll let you speak to that. So right now, uh, of the uh, budget that we budgeted uh, and approved last time we spoke, it was $25,806,354. Uh, and right now we're about 97 percent expense of that amount with uh, 596,000 uh, remaining in the project contingency budget. Uh, as uh, Director Bell mentioned, um, the rink boards are out to tender right now, so though that uh, figure will come out of that budget, so 140,000-ish, uh, depending upon what the tenders come in, will be deducted from that amount. So but currently we're projecting that uh, will be in a fairly favorable position by the end of the project uh, and uh, not having expended all the, the funds uh, for that project. So we, uh, and Councillor Needham, I need you to say it. <laughs> on time and on budget, yeah. There, you, there we go. Well, I, was, I was such looking forward to going up to the hill on bended knee and asking for more money. That was such a great experience last time. I'm, I'm disappointed it's on time and on budget. Uh, just to, maybe that's my entrance, just to build on uh, the staff report, so uh, I think it's noted in here. So the ice, it's pretty, I was over there this afternoon, it's pretty cool in the building. Uh, I think the 26th of the month is um, when Brian's actually going to put water to it. It's a pretty impressive mechanical roof. If, uh, when you do the tour, just have a look over there. The, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's pretty high tech. Um, I see on the low-tech side, uh, Marshall Lee's even got some staff out there watering trees in this afternoon and watering the grass. So uh, that's stuff that faces towards the south, which is the front of the building. It takes a lot of heat, so I, or maybe that was all staff, I'm not sure. I'm I assuming it was Marshall Lee, but. I think it is. Uh, yeah. So they've got some water on that. Uh, the seating on the, on the west side of the building is nearly up, so we will have an arena that has uh, a nice surface that's got seating on two sides and an end so we've got three sides of seating so it's it's pretty impressive the score clock is uh, uh, functions well you get a remote control system and uh, it's pretty intuitive if you can uh, if you can change the digital uh, time on a digital watch you can you can run this thing it's uh, got a, a cord and you plug it in and of course it's all wi-fi connected to the uh, clock uh, just on one quick point on the fundraising I'm not sure where this is going, but um, I think many of council will remember Brian Beas with the TELUS 
individual he was with us. So I took a phone call from him the other day, and and we were chatting, and I reminded him that you know this is a real a real Telus town. We did fiber optic. You've got lots of retired employees in here, and every time I turn my TSN on to watch TSN football, I see Telus all over the field at McGill and uh, and other places. So I'm not sure where that's going, but. Obviously, I'm going to try and corner him for some sponsorship, but I'm not overly optimistic, but uh, <coughs> I'll take a swing at the bat. So, uh, lots going on, uh, as, as Tanya and Jim have mentioned, and uh, yes, let's, let's stay optimistic. I'm, uh, if we can clean that mess up out front, uh, this goes is, uh, they started off with a, with a roar, and then uh, they had some trouble getting some trucks, but I gather they've solve their problems so that will be cleaned up fairly quickly so that's uh, a few comments from uh, from our side of the table so just to kind of carry on some other points uh, on the soft cost side or AV uh, installation is ongoing uh, we've got some speakers installed and I think next week is when they are on site for the majority of the installation of uh, the uh, visual components uh, that are going into the arena. Uh, furniture equipment, can you comment on that? Yeah, we have um, office equipment showing up this week for the administration offices, lobby seating, uh, <coughs> the concession tables and chairs have already arrived and were dropped off at the back door. <laughs> anyone else knowing um, field house equipment is also being dropped off so the place is literally um, becoming the warehouse depot right now of equipment and boxes. So Brian's staff are officially moved back into the facility doing their commissioning and unpacking as it were. Yeah. Um, one other thing is around our grand opening. We have looked at the schedule uh, and we're anticipating doing a grand opening the end of September. We thought we'd work in some cushion, as it were, just in case Mother Nature um, is not so kind to us during the site prep and grading for the parking lot and give ourselves a little bit of wiggle room. The grand opening is not connected to operational time frame for the facility. We are soft opening for Minor Hockey School, which is August 19th. We will be functional for that. And we will be open to the public in September, but an actual event um, which highlights and celebrates the facility, <coughs> excuse me, and brings all our municipal partners together. We are proposing uh, Saturday, October 19th for that event. We have not sent invites or anything. We wanted to confirm with council that this is a date that uh, would be agreeable to yourselves and then following that direction from from you we will invite our municipal partners to that because this is about the municipalities and the major funders of this project that date again sorry uh saturday october 19th oh sorry so, yeah counselors does that look like a good date for you sorry. a nice celebration on saturday october 19th morning um, that one's for me, Elaine. Okay. Was that a yes? Uh, that's a yes oh, for Ms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about Mr. Uh, Tarpe? Well, so what do you mean, morning? 
Yeah, uh, definitely not before 10 or 11 a.m. It's your mid-morning. Will that be on uh, regular time or Johanna time? Uh, it's hard to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> She's close to the, faci to the facility. Yeah, I'm not touching town. <laughs> so it's sounding like perhaps uh, October 19th is a good time, a good date for everybody, hopefully staff as well. And, uh, yeah. Okay, well, so. I have, a few, I have a few questions. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, are we limiting the social media with, uh, you know, uh, as we're finishing up these items? I noticed Colin Nina has some pretty cool pictures of the ice plant. And I, I thought, oh, this is great stuff to put on uh, social media, and then you can always kind of squeeze in about the hockey school starting on August 19th and promote that and also the grand opening. But actually, just build up some of the excitement for the uh, new Red Flex okay. via social media. Absolutely, we can do that. I would like to comment that the trees and grass look wonderful yeah and I've heard several comments about the trees and grass looking wonderful great <laughs> and surprised that there are trees and grass in this new facility area <laughs> mr. mayor do you have other questions um, I'm interested in the one the, uh, the statue of uh, 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 the hockey coach is going on going to go up Darcy, any, uh, a Darcy Hogan uh, commemorative? Um, I haven't, I've discussed with uh, Albert Cooper, I'm thinking it's over a month ago, that they were close, if not had reached their fundraising goal. But I haven't heard recently and I haven't touched base with them of what and where they're at with a installation date. So we'll ha I'll have to follow up with that. Uh, Mrs. Downing, do you have questions? I do not, uh, Mr. Mayor. Okay. Any other councillors, questions, comments? Mr. Good? Yeah, it's not necessarily about the arena, but I think it's a, to some degree decorum. I mean, we have a representative traditional media here, and there's no representative social media here. And, um, something I'd like to ask and I don't know if it's possible but I think a lot of times traditional media is overlooked and when we have traditional media that actually makes the effort to come here what I'd kind of like to see is um, what when is your deadline Thursday and the paper comes out on Monday yes I mean later it's done on Friday and it's done in February right okay. now okay I'd like to see our social media withheld until maybe I don't know a day later and, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm just serious about that because I, I'm very serious you you make the effort to come here your business depends on being able to do things so it's just a comment mm -hmm. thank you well, the, the social media comment on my part was you know just putting up pictures with a small caption to it and just keeping it on the forefront of, of people's minds uh, wasn't, wasn't looking for an in-depth article on social media. 
I, I don't get the impression that social media people are uh, are being not reading more than four, three or four sentences. That hangs with space. Director Bell, do you have enough to go forward with respect to that? Yeah. Any other comments or suggestions? Only read the headline of the article, anyways. Okay then, would uh, someone like to move the acceptance of the um, Peace Regional Recreation Construction Update Report? Uh, Mr. Needham, okay. Uh, all those in favor? In favor? Good. Okay, thank you. You got that figured out then? Oh yeah. <laughs> Our next item is the, um, well, let's see, this is the solar grant. I think letter to engage SME subject matter expert Mr. Parker yeah, just, thank you very much uh, Madam Chair. Um, this uh, we have a letter uh, that we've been asked to uh, officially endorse there and it's for the Peace River Regional Airport solar project subject matter expert uh, what they have to do is we have to uh, or this group and, and since uh, as you are aware we are are doing an application in the Municipal Climate Change Action Center to try and get a, um, a funding to build a 1.6 megawatt solar project at the airport. In order to do that, we have to actually physically engage in a subject matter expert. Um, so this is just to invite a, a participation with this uh, uh, one company. It doesn't actually, um, there's no cost involved right at this particular moment it's just a letter of intent basically so um they, the letter has been drawn up by um Wonder warren and uh it's just asked to be, be putting this forward so um, i'm just looking for a motion to of council to um have um staff engage in this letter or send this letter on so this would be um in terms of the town um taking the initiative to um, support this uh, project? Well, we've been actively supporting it all along. So if, if you remember back a few months back when we our GMP and we had the presentation done in the first place, uh, um, we full fully, um, we, we did the phase one of the project and then we were um, uh, uh, accepted. And so uh, Director Town has been working extensively with uh, this group to, to move it forward. Uh, uh, Mr. Town has been on vacation, and so this is just one little extra uh, uh, letter that uh, we, we could have waited a little longer, but uh, and, and we called a special council meeting if needed. But I just thought we'll just get this one off the uh, off our plate right now. So it's essentially the next item that needs to go forward in yeah. order to uh, possibly um, get the grant. Correct. And what will happen is they're going to. They'll evaluate our project after the you know the expert uh, does a, a complete uh, review uh, if we uh, uh, you know get to that next stage. Okay, councillors, Mr. Mayor, do you have any questions with respect to this matter? No. Okay. Would someone like to move uh, or to move to direct administration to send this letter to the subject matter expert? Mr. Yes, Ford? Mayor, I'll move that. Okay, Ms. Downing will move that. All those in favor? Okay, in favor? In favor. Great, thank you. In favor. 
Okay, and that'll probably be on our website uh, at some point in time. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, the next item is actually the Sugar Plum Daycare request for letter of support. And if councillors look back under presentations, um, this is the um, uh, request that we're dealing with now. So, Mr. Ma er, Mr. Parker, do you have comments? Well, uh, I have a, a little bit of information. It uh, looks like the provincial government, uh, as uh, everyone remembers, the um, NDP government brought in a, a situation which they would have the $25 a day daycare. Um, and uh, what happened was is our local daycare was one of the ones that uh, did receive uh, the funding grant for that. Uh, it looks like um, the new government is um, most likely going to discontinue that grant. And so what they are asking for is they're hoping that council might consider drafting a letter of support to our MLA to consider maintaining the grant. And that's basically what they're requesting. Uh, councilors, Mr. Mayor, comments, questions? No. Deputy Mayor, I'd like to make the motion that we write a letter to our MLA uh, in support of the $25 daily daycare. Thank you, Councillor Downey. Any further discussion? Is that uh, $25 based on household income or is it based on first come, first serve? You know, I'm not sure if it's a first come, first serve or if it's household income. It's for all. Uh, uh, yeah, not income. That's yeah. 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 subsidy. Yeah. Or second hand. Okay. It, it, is, it is not based on income. Yeah. It is first come, first serve in that you make application to be a, uh, a user or a parent of a child at the daycare. So it was not intended to be uh, punitive. It was intended to be supportive of daycares and communities. So we'll just, I mean, if we're, if we're going to highlight everything here, yes, I'm sure this $25 a day probably does go towards helping some people return to the workforce or go you know to school but it probably also helps some people keep their leg lots too right helping people keep their what i'm sorry their lake lots their lot at the lake well i i hear what i hear what you're saying byron but i are council downward i i hear what you're saying but the reality of it is is that uh, money that doesn't get spent on daycare does go back into the economics, whether it's in our community or in a lake lot. Well, just so everyone's aware of where it's all headed, that's all. No, no big deal. Well, that, I think that I think that's a very narrow assumption that the people who ask you for daycare all have lake lots. No, I, I, I think it's a very narrow assumption to say that it's helping people go back to school or return to the workforce. I'm trying to broaden the assumption to include everything. Uh, I see. Any other comments, questions about the... I, you know, Deputy Mayor, I, I, I'm not sure if there's a motion on the floor. I lost track of the discussion, but you know, this is this is an almost an issue where if councillors want to write a letter on their own, uh, they should feel free to do it. Do so. I, I don't know if pushing uh, or asking our council to take a position on this is is a wise move. Be you know, one of the long-standing problems with this twenty-five dollars is was exactly this: is that there are people with maybe not lake lots, but they've got 
pickup trucks and snowmobiles and quads in their driveway, and they're and they're paying twenty five dollars a day. And that I, I don't think anybody's opposed to the twenty five dollars, but there needs to be a means test attached to it. So, depending on what the motion says, I'm um, I'm not particularly supportive of this. Uh, if individual councils wants to put pen to paper and write it, write the letter on their own letterhead, go ahead and do it. But if you're asking the town council to write it, uh, I guess the hands will go up and, and we'll see where it goes. Councillor Downing? So I just want some clarity, uh, Councillor Needham. We are in support of writing a letter to the provincial government saying thanks for not making us uh, submit letters of bills to all the other communities, but we're not in support of our daycare $25 daycare, which the town teacher of us has continually supported both financially and in kind for years. Just some clarity on that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I, I I guess I'm not keeping up with the the crowd here. I I'm still struggling with uh, what it is that's being asked. But if if somebody can put some words to a motion, maybe I'll grasp it. But uh, as as I interpret this, I'm not particularly supportive of this. Um, Ms. McQuaid, do you have a wording for the motion? Uh, it was uh, to direct administration to write a letter to the MLA in support of the daycare subsidy. Councillor Downing, is that uh, what you were thinking your motion was? Yep, that's fine. Yeah, to me it's, uh, it's not a off our nose to write a letter. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know why we need to make it an ideological battle. Um, we're just asking them to continue the grant, and it's not as if common. It isn't as if it's if our letter is going to they just not, they've probably made up their mind one way or another. So our letter is not is not going to make it or break it. So, so to me this is this is this is uh apple pie and what's what's the other part of the phrase? Mom. Uh, Mom and apple pie. But, uh, yeah this is this is just uh this is pretty standard stuff. Uh would any other counselors Pardon me? Pardon? Uh, Do you have a motion? Do yes. you make the motion already, Joanna? Uh, I did, Tom. Okay. Okay, any other counselors with other thoughts? No, I'm just going to throw my two bits in, and uh, I'm kind of leaning towards uh, um, Councillor Needham and Councillor Scannelhorn. Um, like, I'm in favor of the $25 a day daycare. But I think also the provincial government does need to put a threshold in there somewhere. Um, I don't think the $25 a day daycare should be meant for somebody that makes 120,000 a year. Hence your your uh, thing on lake lots. But look, I, that would be my. Two I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna vote for the motion. I'm just I just want everyone to be aware that this it's 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 applied in this manner, and people should just be aware that that's how it works. That's all. Yeah. Okay, thank you, uh, Councillor Good. Any comments on this one? Okay, are we uh, through and we're ready now to vote? So, if you could please uh, read the motion again, just to make sure. 
The motion as currently written reads, moved to direct administration to write a letter to our MLA in support of the daycare subsidy. Thank you. So we're clear on the motion, everyone? Well, are we going to call it daycare subsidy, or are we going to call it the twenty, the twenty-five dollar day daycare allowance, or something like that? It should be the uh, maintaining the grant, the twenty-five dollar day uh, grant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If okay. If that, I'm, I'm for, I'm all for it. Okay. So everyone's clear on the motion. Great. Let's vote then. All those in favor of the motion? I'm in favor. in favor. Okay, all those opposed? Okay, so it is carried. Okay, uh, now we're back to the first item of new business, which is the uh, briefing note with respect to a GST audit review, which has arrived at the town office in the past month or so, months, I guess. And Mr. Schramm. Thank you. Uh, on the 1st of February of 2019, the town received a letter from CRA confirming that the GST return and public service bodies rebate for the period January 1st, 2016 to September 30th, 2018 had been selected for a full scope audit. Uh, <clears throat> the last time the town's GST return uh, was audited was in 2011. The audit was conducted March 4th, 2019. As part of the audit, the town was asked to provide various information, including copies of any financial agreements for government municipalities. All the information request was provided. The field auditor completed their site work on March 7th. On May 3rd, 2019, the letter was received from CRA, CRA with uh, their findings. These included uh, one, charging the GST on naming rights, uh, 2016 through 2018. At the time of the audit, this issue had already been addressed by the finance manager. The amount reassessed on this item was $6,750, and staff concurs that this amount is due and owing. The second and most critical item related to the collection of GST on, quote, a supply of right to enter, to have access to, or to use property of the government, municipality, or other body, end of quote. Siri ruled that the town uh, supplied a right to the use of municipal properties to other municipalities through the use of a cost-sharing agreement. The right to use municipal property is a taxable supply under paragraph 146E of the Excise Tax Act. Staff has made it abundantly, abundantly clear to the field owner that um, funding for such things as the multiplex and liaison officer were not included in these cost-sharing agreements. The amount of the reassessment was $609,571.41. The letter stated that we had to May 25th, 2019 to respond. It is important to note that the tax payable is eligible as a tax credit. The town collects and remits the tax. The funding partner claims it back. Net value to CRA, zero. Our auditors at the local office of MNP were contacted immediately. Our case was forwarded to their indirect tax service department for review and suggestions on how to proceed. Mr. Crawford of MNP was provided with all information related to the assessment. Ms. Crawford was provided a detailed list of the items being assessed as taxable. Not only was any funding um, 
from the cost sharing agreement assessed, but other funding, such as the shared RCMP liaison officer, grants for the arena, Canada Fire Day works, and funding for the Peace Regional Health Care Attraction and Retention Committee was included. The largest portion was for the $8 million in multiplex funding provided by the municipal partners, accounting for $400,000 of the tax bill. Mr. Crawford prepared an analysis and sent it to CRA auditor, uh, arguing that no rights were supplied to the cost sharing participants and that part of the, assessed, the amounts assessed were grants that the registrant programs and not grants for property uh, costs. On July 16th, the town received a response of our appeal. It stated that CRA had reviewed our presentation and that their position was that there is a direct link between the money received from the cost sharing agreement and the supply. Mr. Crawford reviewed the CRA response and noted, quoting, according to this auditor, they referred the agreement to their national headquarters and received concurrence that this is a payable supply based on the position that the clause provides a condition for equal treatment for the, re of, for the residents of the municipalities within the agreement. So the payments made in relation to this agreement are payments made in relation to a right and therefore not considered a donation in the quote. The auditor applied this, the auditor, that being the CRA auditor, applied this clause to all payments received from the cost sharing units in the assumption that, or a similar clause, is pre present in every agreement. The auditor also mentioned that the file was has been closed and it was alluded that additional information explaining their position was provided in that letter. Although it is possible to appeal the auditor's decision, it comes, uh, it could take upwards to a year and the fact that the issue has already been referred to the national headquarters may indicate, the may indicate what the problem outcome would be. It should be noted that the only issue, other issue identified in the audit was the town was collecting and remitting GST uh, on fire permits which is not required, and the finance manager has taken uh, measures to correct that. Uh, concerns regarding consistency. Staff have re reviewed the documents provided by the CRA auditor with respect to which items have been deemed as taxable. The findings are difficult to assess. For example, the clause under, under review has been in our intermunicipal cost sharing agreements since at least 2002. However, the previous audit in 2011 did not consider these to be uh, supply agreements. Some, some line items seem to be wrongly assessed. Uh, contributions to the Health Care Attraction and Retention Committee are assessed as taxable, even though the committee does not supply a direct service to any municipality, nor does funding of this group provide access to health care. Some line, line items, although the auditor was advised, were not part of the cost-sharing agreement were assessed as taxable, specifically the Healthcare Attraction and Retention Committee. A supply is provided only when the activity is commercial. The Canada Day fireworks are a no-charge event, yet the auditor deemed that $3,000 provided by Northern Sunrise County was a taxable supply. So implications and next steps. The, uh, the inconsistent application of this definition poses considerable problems for staff and for future intermunicipal agreements. First, the tax provision will have to be factored into the ICF agreements. Given the lack of consistency in how the regulation is being applied, this can prove extremely challenging 
in terms of determining which uh, services should be considered supplied. Second, the town must be prepared to have another auditor or an appeal adjust the findings. This will mean any collection emitting done in the meantime will have to be reversed. Uh, staff is requesting direction on how council wishes to proceed. As indicated, the town has the option to appeal the finding. However, the assessed cost share amount of $609,571.41 is presently occurring interest and will continue to do so during the appeal process. Alternatively, the town can remit payment and request a taxable loan back from the funding partners. They would, in turn, apply for these as tax credits. The net value to CRA would still be zero, although the staff time required to find an invoice, each line item may be substantial. And I also received a letter earlier today um, from uh, CRA's collection um, stating that um, they're expecting payment, and if not, this will, they will escalate it. And CRA has the ability to remove funding right from our bank account. That's um, my briefing note on the GST issue. Well, this is going to be lovely. Uh, Mr. Good. Well, I can see where the CRA is coming on this. And while I think it's um, idiotic, um, the legislation says that if you supply a right to enter, have access, or use property of the government is of the body, that fits as a supply. That's the definition of a supply. Then they have the part of the agreement which was signed and, um, and it says, the signatories will provide access to regional assets and services to each other's residents in a manner that does not discriminate against them. So I have two solutions, not for this year, but for next year. We sign a new agreement, but it's a discriminatory one. It takes out the non-discrimination clause because obviously the CRA thinks that discrimination is something that should be, and non-discrimination is now a taxable benefit. The other one is, and I hate to pound the drum that I always pound, but there's another way of doing this. We unite all the municipalities in the region into one, hence there's no cost-sharing agreements necessary, hence there's no GST. I just thought I would be remiss if I didn't point that out. Um, <laughs> any uh, further comments from the phone? Uh, Councilor Downing, Mr. Mayor? Yeah, I got a comment. So, uh, can we not, uh, can we not return the money to the, the counties, rip up the contract, and then uh, write a uh, write something that basically states right there, right in the, uh, right in the document that this, these monies are to be considered don a donation. And then we, and then everything's fine, right? I just changed the, uh, changed the document to say that it's a donation. Do they but anyhow, I'm talking to you, A, you or 
Not yet. Uh, we started. We just received this literally on Friday uh, or last, early, late last week, uh, Your Worship, and uh, uh, so we thought we'd better bring this to council first, so that you made aware of this. Um, uh, but to be quite honest, it's like staff is extremely frustrated because what you have is you have the federal government that gave us did not give us one lousy penny for that regional facility, and now they're demanding four hundred thousand dollars from all the municipal partners that did support that facility. And uh, in my personal opinion, it's they're, they're acting more like a mafiosa than anything else, but that's all I'm gonna say. So, but yeah, so this is a major UMA issue, so not just our issues. So uh, we obviously need their legal department, but to me, it seems like we could probably just rip up these, give, give people back their money, rip up their contracts, and then have them um, just uh, hand us the money. It just, it stands to reason that we wouldn't be, uh, we, we wouldn't, like if somebody came from Timbuktu, we wouldn't deny them access to the facility. So why would we deny uh, somebody from CNL or NSC or, even the MDMPs, they barely put any money and we're probably still allow those citizens to come into the arena in the right place. Well, the other thing too, Your, your Worship, is if you take a look at it, it, you're exactly right. If someone came from South Calgary and they came here, they would pay the exact same price as what a uh, Town of East River resident would pay, is what Northern Sunrise resident would pay. So it's not a paying for access for the service here, it is contributing to a service that uh, is a facility here. That's basically what it is, but yeah. it's, you know. If I may say so, we're being penalized for enshrining in, in an agreement a non-discrimination clause. That's where the penalty comes in. So I, I have another third suggestion. If we could find out the name of one of the Alberta, M the Alberta Liberal MLAs um, and send them a copy of this, if there is one, and the other thing is that Trudeau made the statement that he believes he's going to be picking up seats in Alberta. I would think with behavior like this, he might want to rethink that comment. I mean, this is, I said before, idiotic. And one, it's bad politics. Um, I guess... Go ahead. Well, although Don does make a witty remark about the uh, Alberta Liberal um, MP, uh, I, I have to say that the actions of CRA are necessarily a direct, directed uh, immediately from the government of Canada. So the CRA, I, in my experience, is its own entity. And although I wonder about whether we can pair up those agreements, uh, what is that? And if we return the money, would it be actually less than the 609? And if they didn't accept that, we would still be accruing interest? My own personal experience has been uh, that, that, that they'll, they'll get their money, and if they decide they're wrong, they'll give it back to you. But I'm in agreement with the mayor. I think this needs to go to the AOMA. Um, surely we cannot be the only community that has experienced this. Thank you. So, and there's actually six liberal MPs, I think, from this province, so 
So the six million or six point six million. So did they get a tax credit for that full amount when they I haven't contacted them yet, but I don't believe they did. They sent us a uh, we helped flow through our books, we invoiced them for that. And then they paid the invoice. There was no GST on the invoice. Okay. So I'm almost positive that they didn't claim back the GST. This is um this is something as noted in the briefing note that um, it wasn't identified in the 2011 um, audit and nowhere in the um, excise tax did it you know even the part that they highlight the question is is things like the Canada Day fireworks the donations to the arena is that truly taxable it's not part of the agreements that was the uh, the argument that um, Lawyers Norris Penny presented, but uh, it fell on deaf ears. And, and when your discussions with Myers Norris Penny, so did they, other than what's before us, did they have any thoughts on their uh, national accounting company? They must deal with this stuff all the time. Did they, this this doesn't sound very hopeful from their position, but they they agreed. They put together the argument that it wasn't um, a supplied service. Um, they strongly feel that way. Um, they uh, they recommended um, the AUMA. They recommended MLA. Like they they recommended that we we take this as far as we can because not only is it going to affect us but other municipalities. And I also got a call from the the office here in Peace River. Uh, Mr. Decline and I are going to have a little discussion. They're interested in because um, they've they've had the they're sure they're going to have this issue with other clients that they do municipal audits for. They when they go out this fall, they want to know what they're looking at. So they want to try and get some clarification from CRA also. So they are are uh, on our side on this, I guess you could say. I I guess I'm in favor of if there's a political card to be played, and, I, and there is, we should do that and obviously we should appeal it I guess. Um, I, what about so what about the meantime? Yeah in the meantime. Well in the meantime should we um, consider uh, paying the $1,000 or thereabouts a month because if we win we get it back if we don't win well it's payment because they're gonna say we owe it. So throw that in the ball of wax too but Mr. Scammerhorn did you have a comment on well, uh, I guess if they have the power, if we don't decide to pay it, they can just come and get it, which, uh, well, that, that would be an interesting uh, card for them to play as well. I would almost say, if you want it, come and get it. And I, I would have the political fight on that field 
any day. Mr. Gordon? The separation card from Canada? From the rest of Canada. The Peace River Firewall. We already have one. We're planning to. Personally. Sorry, Councillor Downing? Did Mr. Schramm say that he has been in touch with AUMA? No. Not as yet. He received another letter from CRA today saying uh, pay up or we'll carry on and one of the carry-ons could be go to your bank account and take the money, find the money, take it. Do we have it? Could they even get it? Do we have, like, well, we have assets. Maybe they'd like to the take them, some of them over. We have an asset. We, we could turn over the airport to them. Yeah, the letter said they would proceed with legal um, uh, process, but that does, from my experience, means um, actually removing it from the bank account. Uh, other comments? Well, personally, I like my second recommendation best because of regional governance, but I, I kind of like what Byron said too. Um, you want to, you, if you really think you should have the money, you know how to get it, you have the recourse to go get it. If you think that's going to play well for you, have at it. Um, Councillor Downing? I'm sorry, what is the question? Did you have a comment? No, I did not, other than what I shared. I think CRA is, uh, is a big cause. Um, I, I do like the idea that they'll come and get it. That doesn't amuse me. Um, but, uh, you know, um, I, I, I think that we aren't um, we need to get more people in our team in our wheelhouse in order for us to really have any influence in this situation. I guess the other thing that uh, from the staff perspective, they need to know what to do when they send the next invoice to, uh, I don't know, pick a county for another payment. Do they put the GST on it? Do they not? Um, they're also, at least from these comments, a little unsure as to how this applies, when it applies. So, how do they go forward, and how do they get enough what information? What we need to do is we need to contact AUMA and FCM and get their legal advice, and based on that legal advice, decide whether we need to, we should be paying or not paying, uh, because. Uh, the AUMA or the FCM folks who probably have uh, better uh, uh, better access to to the to the players that matter, they could probably at least get an injunction or something uh, to prevent uh, anyone from garnishing our bank account. Uh, but if their advice is to pay, well, then I guess we. We will have to consider that legal advice and then uh, go forward from there. Um, and and one of those questions would be, what are we going to do in the interim 
do we put GSP on all our invoices or what do we do? And uh, why don't we let the, the legal beagles uh, and the tax tax folks at AUMA and FCM uh, give us their professional advice? That's why we pay into these organizations. We don't pay into them so that they can host a, uh, a conference every year at uh, a, a gorgeous Canadian tourist spot. Would you like a motion to that effect, Mr. Tarpey? Uh, yeah, that would be great. So moved to contact the AUMA and FCM and get their legal people involved as recommended. Um, so, uh, contacting, if this goes forward, contacting AUMA and FCM for legal advice uh, in the interim uh, staff, is it are you clear that you carry on as usual or is there some other question we should be considering here? No, I, I, I think you contact you well for the time being carry on as usual, but ask the UMA and FCM to expedite and answer in terms of what do we do between now and any legal action. Okay. I would expect FCM to say, um, yeah, we'll get an injunction or FCM to say, yeah, just pay it for the time being or, or, or just hang in there. And then when they get that advice back, then we'll be able to instruct, we'll be able to instruct staff exactly how to deal with it. Okay, any other uh, comments before we vote on this motion? Mr. Parker, you're clear on the motion too? Yes, uh, the motion would be nice, but uh, so you want me to help you formulate a motion? Well, we formulated a motion that we moved to contact uh, AUMA and FCM for legal advice. Yes, and, and we can do that, and, and we can also, not only that, we can also put this out to AUMA, the members, and also FCM, the members itself, and to see if anyone else does this. So uh, this the issue. idea of some political advocacy, is that a separate motion, or is that something we're just going to leave to administration? Uh, sure, you can make that a separate motion. All right, I'll, uh, yeah. Mr. Good has a motion on the floor, and we'll dispense with that, and then I'll, uh, I'll come back with another one. And then uh, Mr. Parker had a comment about uh, putting some of this information just out to the AUMA and FCM members because we can send emails that way, I think, too. Okay, but Mr. Uh, Good's motion is to Mrs. McQuaid. Move that the town contact AUMA and FCM and get legal advice and proceed as recommended. That was it. Okay. All those in favor of the motion? In favor? In favor. Okay, it's carried unanimously. Um, the second motion, Mr. Needham? I would suggest that uh, Council consider undertaking some political advocacy work and uh, uh, make our case known to the uh, Liberal candidates uh, 
and others uh, so that they understand our plight and raise awareness of what the issue is. So uh, vaguely speaking, it's, uh, or broadly speaking, it's uh, undertake a political advocacy program to raise awareness of this particular issue. Okay, and the intent being to, sorry, Mr. Mayor, you would have a comment? Yeah, I wouldn't just restrict it to liberal candidates. I would uh, make all MPs aware and the local MLA aware as well. Fair enough. That's uh, certainly an acceptable uh, amendment. More specific. That's great. Okay, Ms. McQuaid, do you have the motion? Not quite. What I have at the moment is move that the town consider undertaking some political advocacy work to raise awareness of the issue. Um, would you like it to be amended to read um, federally and provincially across all party lines? Mr. Needham? Sure, that's that's fine. Okay. Everyone's clear on the motion then. Any further discussion? All those in favor? In favor? In favor. In favor. Okay, that was unanimous. Uh, Mr. Parker, does, uh, the, do these two motions cover uh, making the membership of SCM and AUMA uh, aware of this? Yes, that, that, that would definitely help us. So you've got enough to do that or you need I, I think so. I think we're fine with this. Okay. Okay, well, thank you, uh, town staff, for uh, working your way through this, which is likely to be a little bit um, long-winded, I would say. <laughs> thank you. Okay. So I think we're now at, re or no, uh, do we need a motion to accept the audit review report? Probably. Somebody like to make that motion? to accept the audit review report. Mr. Needham, thank you. All those in favor, in favor? <coughs> Great, thank you. Okay, we're now on to reports. Uh, North Peace Housing Minutes um, for July 3rd, 2019. Uh, Mr. Scammerhorn, as the rep, do you have anything you would like to highlight there? Uh, I would say the two biggest things going on, um, other than our amazing communications director, of course, is um, just the, the report on the evacuation uh, for the Deller Lodge residents and uh, the appointment of Tammy Mensa as the executive director of, of the foundation. It's official. Okay. Uh, does council have any questions they want to put to Mr. Stammerhorn to take onwards to the North Beef Housing Authority? Not at this moment I'm seeing. Okay, the next report is the uh, briefing note for Community Services Board Minutes. Do, who's the rep on that? Mr. Ford? Mr. Ford, anything to add to those or highlight? Okay, thank you. Um, the next one is the Northern Alberta Mayors and Reeves Caucus meeting. Note this is different than the AUMA meetings. Um, I did not attend this and I don't think the mayor did as well. So the minutes are there and it was just before the election and they were, the group was trying to talk to various parties and so forth. 
I think the next uh, meeting is scheduled in October, so it should be upcoming on an agenda to perhaps send someone to it. And that's different from the Northern Alberta elected leaders. As it well. is indeed. Are, are there any more that we're missing? Uh, you probably got them all. So this one, it's usually Mayor Iverson that um, puts the or helps put the agenda together and really organizes the hosting of the meeting and so on. Um, do they talk about CRA matters at any of these things? Well, the next one is upcoming in October, so could ask to have that on the agenda. On any of the agendas well, I, or any of those if, things. If Peace River is going through this, I look at the list, I, I can't believe that the town of Bonneville is going through it or the town of Edson or yeah. maybe recovered, yeah. but that's a... So I'll find out if uh, we can put this on the agenda, well, ask to have it put on the agenda, and I think their next meeting is scheduled for October, but they haven't quite decided. I can do that. Um, any other comments on those reports? Somebody like to move the... I agree with, I agree with Councillor Needham. I think that um, can't be the only community with this uh, CRAVFT issue. Yeah, um, I think um, when Mr. Packer contacts AUMA and um, FCM, he'll probably get an idea of whether we're unique or one of many. Would someone like to move the acceptance of the report items one, two, three? Uh, Mr. Um, and Ms. Downing? Okay. All those in favor? In favor? In favor. Great. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Okay. Next item is information item one Peace River Chamber of Commerce, golf registration, and tournament sponsorship information. Uh, any thoughts as to this item? So, uh, before you is uh, the Chamber of Commerce, they have their uh, annual golf tournament on uh, September 13th. One of the things they're asking for is if uh, we'd like to sponsor uh, a whole and also if we would like to send a team. So, I don't know if Council wants to send a team of counselors or, or, and also if they, they care about sponsoring a whole. Okay. Um, would, um, someone like to make a motion to any of those or use it for information for the future or to be decided okay, would anyone even possibly be able to get away friday at one o'clock so it's sponsoring the whole which is different than playing the game Correct. mr good I'll make the most uh, to sponsor the hall. It's not a major amount of dollars. I think we're building relationships with the $250. Um, yeah, I think we would, I'll spot, make the most to sponsor the hall. Okay. And the first and second choice, how many holes are there? 18? 18, apparently. Then 18, 17, 16, 15, or 14, all the way to number one with preference for 18. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so that's it. GSP on that, too. Oh, yeah, I probably should have that one. <laughs> but we don't have a non-discrimination clause, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, okay, um, all those in favor of that motion? Okay, in favor? In favor. Have we put that in before? Okay, uh, with respect to the idea of uh, submitting a golf team, uh, Doable or not, it could be well, partly council, partly staff, perhaps. I thought staff, some staff went last time. Yeah, it's last year staff did go. Mr. Ford? I put a motion on the floor to uh, have administration organize a team for the golf tournament, whether it be staff and or councilors. 
Okay, thank you. Any comments? Uh, at CIO Parker, it's our staff appreciation day. Well, it's at, this is at one o'clock. Uh, how? Yeah. Is that a lunch or are you doing a breakfast this time? Lunch. Lunch. So it might be possible that somebody would have a quicker lunch, depending. Yeah. Probably not, but it's hard. No, there is a number of golfers on staff. Yeah. Well, we could pass the motion, and if it works out, it works out, and if it doesn't, we can look at it. Okay, so Mr. Ford has a motion on the board to um, send some a team to the golf tournament. Well, how about this? How about um, if you don't mind me, uh, Council? How about we, we just look at this, and if we know that that's the will of Council, we'll, we'll try really hard to fulfill a team without even a motion. Okay, that sound good? Sounds good to me. Sounds Mr. Ford. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Good. Okay. Okay. Thank you. How about uh, tickets to the RCMP musical ride? Apparently, there's. 2019 tickets available here. This is uh, August 27th, 6.30 p.m. at the Ag Grounds, 4 p.m. it starts. A whole two of them. A whole two tickets, yes indeed. Um, what should we do? What would council like to do? Well, I will take my name out of those tickets simply because I am actually doing all the announcing out there. Oh, oh good. Make sure you, yeah, throw in the town of Peace River once in a while there. <laughs> um, okay. Out of town on the 27th, so okay. you can take my name off, off the list. Okay. Well, I'm out of town. Okay, so three more counselors and the mayor. Are you in town or available or could or not, or etc. To be decided? Yeah, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be there one way or another. Okay. Whether it's your ticket or somebody else's. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Good, hard to say. Okay, Mr. Scammerhorn, hard to say. Uh, I, I believe I'm back to work that day, so I'm in town. Oh. Um, September 13th, or August 27th, August 27th pardon me. Yeah. 4 p.m., gates open, etc. <laughs> it's the first day of work. Okay, so, so what I'm hearing that is that um, uh, Mr. Tarpe and Possibly Mr. Good would That's be available to attend. Do we need a, we don't need a motion or anything? Unless you want to be paid for it, no. Oh, would someone like to enable uh, council? Mr. Skymerhorn will move to enable two councillors, or council and mayor, to attend the RCMP musical ride. All those in favor? Great, carried. Great, carried. No, that's only for you guys to attend with those tickets. I'm a voluntold person. Okay, notice the motions. Are there any? There are none. Comments from the public? Um, there are none. Invisible. Uh, key communication items. Um, Ms. Thompson. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of follow-up questions on the GST issue, because that's obviously a major issue. Um, first, I didn't hear, um, I, excuse me if I missed it, is any notice or has any notice of this issue gone to the other We don't know for sure. I think whether or not they've had any notification as to their circumstance or administration might be yeah, looking at it. Yeah, the level of government was mentioned, so I'm just wondering if they're, they're going to work with them to advocate. Okay, I see. But we did talk to one uh, uh, one of our municipal partners, and 
uh, they were kind of surprised about this whole thing uh, that Northern Sunrise right um, and uh, yeah That's they were awesome. actually they were quite shocked to be quite a um, and then I guess, sort of in real terms, it, it sounded like the payment plan that they're requesting is a thousand dollars a month or something like that. Is that what you're? Well, right now, at? approximately, it's about a thousand dollars in interest a month. In approximately, interest. just okay. interest. So yeah, they, the payment plan. Oh, if they said they, you know we could pay it back a thousand bucks a month, they, they no interest. They want would, it all right now. They want it all right now. Yeah, we we do that. So in real terms, I mean, if you have to pay that, that's obviously what what percentage are we looking at it? I budget? don't know what they're. I'm it's not a sure. Lot, yeah. Though, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I thought it was interest a month. Operate well. Our operating is just over fourteen million. Yeah. So six hundred thousand. Yeah, six hundred thousand. Yeah. Give or take. Actually, fourteen million six hundred thousand six hundred thousand fourteen million. Yeah. Yeah, because this is money that you'd have to get from yeah. taxpayers in the town. So yeah, and, 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 yeah, it's it's and, and the worst part is is uh, it's, wow. If we go on out and we pay it, and then we go out and we build our municipal partners, and then it comes out that you know it comes on back, then what happens? Do we issue it back out to our municipal partners? It's a big cluster problem. That's what it is. <laughs> it's creating extra red tape GST kind of work. Oh yeah, yeah. So then. Well, we should contact our minister of red tape. Yes. That's okay. We, they can write a letter of support. Yeah. We do that all the time for all kinds of things we don't agree with. Yeah. Yeah. So, so certainly this will be covered in the papers. So it'll start your media kickoff, I hope. Um, and then just as a side note, if you want any additional information on how the daycare is being impacted by the loss of the twenty-five hour, uh, our twenty-five dollar day, I did an uh, interview their treasurer last week. So there should be an article in our Express okay. any day explaining how they went from sixty-five percent enrollment to full enrollment with a full double waiting list. Yeah. So they, they felt it was very beneficial when you're writing that letter and that's some extra background. And that's it for me. Um, I would also um, highlight that um, our evacuation center has, um, well, really did a, a great job. And um, if you want the money figures, well, we can get them to you too if, if needed. Sure, yeah, that's a, a definitely a standalone article if we have space for it because I think it, you know, the point that the province is letting you go that mm -hmm. right back is also important. And ongoing rec center is uh, on time and on, on budget. Yeah. It's just, just also to make note too that the uh, Peace Regional Air Show is July 31st, which is on Wednesday of the year. And Mr. Mayor, are you able to attend that? Yeah, I'll do that. Great. Okay. Any other items that uh, Council would like to highlight? Uh, Terms of communication. All right, the moment. Okay. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, as always. Okay. So uh, we're now ready for a short break, and then we're ready to go in camera, I believe. Oh, and uh, additional thank you for holding that item back. I'm sorry that I was late. My daughter might be turning 18 tomorrow, but I still got a mom sometimes. Ah, yes, <laughs> Well, thank you for coming. Still. <laughs> 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 